Hey, we are Jesse and Cindy with Marriage and Coffee. We've been married for 10 years, have three kids, six and under, and we love marriage. We want to invite you to build a biblical foundation for marriage. We want to see your marriage be strong and fun while also building value and fighting culture. Our desire is to sit around the coffee table and have a conversation with you. So grab your favorite cup and brew and let's get into it. Coffee podcast episode four better together is what we're going to talk about today yeah better we're together we're excited because we're better together we are better together babe uh, i'm not gonna lie i'm sitting here we're recording this podcast people can't see you but all i can see is your mullet <laughs> so i just got my hair cut uh, and I didn't tell my wife what I was doing. My hair had gotten really long and really crazy, and I didn't tell her what I was doing. And uh, between me and my barber, we had a conversation and decided to try doing more of like a modern mullet. Uh, I have to say, it ultimately looks way better than I ever anticipated it would. But it was so disappointing when you came down, and I was like... Oh, he got a haircut. He looks so. Handsome. And then I turned around, <laughs> party in the back. <laughs> Sorry, that was kind of off topic. We're supposed to be talking about coffee, but <laughs> <laughs> she may make me go change it. I may have to go back to the barber and clean we'll see. it up. Next episode, we'll let you know. <laughs> well, you'll know if we had to change it or if I'm still rocking the mullet. Uh, let's talk about coffee. Yeah. So today's brew uh, is a brand called Thou Mayest that's local to Kansas City. Uh, and we're drinking their Smooth Operator. Smooth Operator. I feel like you got to say that. I feel like you got to back I feel it like up. it's just a, a, a Smooth a, What is the operator. word that's like mandatory? I feel like it's mandatory. Mandatory to yeah. say it like that? Yeah. Smooth Operator. Um... Yeah, it's it's one of those. It is definitely it is so smooth. It In is fact, smooth. the company's description is cool, calm, and collected, balanced and mellow. I feel like that was a pretty decent description. It is a decent description. Um, I think that when I drink it, I absolutely taste cocoa. Is like the strongest, mm. not chocolate per se. Right. But like like baking cocoa, um, but it's not like bad. It doesn't make it bitter or yeah. The way that you the way that you said that initially kind of makes you think that it's not going to be good because when you have cocoa, no one wants well, no <laughs> one wants to just take a spoonful of cocoa. Yeah, I wonder if that'd be the next cinnamon challenge. Is like the cocoa challenge. Ooh, gross. <laughs> That's nasty. It wouldn't be a thing. It wouldn't be that it like gags you. It would be a thing that like gags you because it's nasty. I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, so I taste a lot of uh, kind of cocoa vibes in this. It is very smooth. Uh, I would say it's a strong coffee, but I was telling Cindy before we started the podcast that that may just be the way that we brew it because we do most of our brews in a French press. Uh, and one of the things I had read, uh, someone else's review said that this makes a really good drip coffee or a really good pour over coffee. Uh, which would obviously be not as strong of a brew. 
So so I definitely think it's a strong blend, but but like I said, even being strong, it's still very smooth. And so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a two thumbs up. A two thumbs two up. Two thumbs up. It's a good Double coffee. Thumb. You can get it on their website, thoumayest.com. Yeah. Uh, or there's, if you live in the Kansas City area, there's several places around town that carry it. Uh, and on average, it's it's about 17 The website price is seventeen fifty, So it's about $17, $18, depending on where you buy it. Yeah. Um, but it's a good coffee. It's really good. I like it a lot. Um, Jesse was saying that he felt like it was heavy. Was that the word you said earlier when we were talking? And well, then no. you were confused because I was like, it's light. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just was saying I felt like it was strong being like the way we brew it. Oh, yeah, strong. That's and, right. And because they describe it as balanced and mellow. And I was like, I don't know that I would call it mellow. And you said something about it. you feel like it's. I feel like they're like. She says she, she thinks it's light because she doesn't think it's heavy. <laughs> I was like, well. That was it. <laughs> That's Listen, kinda... people, it's light because it's not heavy, it's, but it's like a texture thing. Like, I feel like when you have strong coffee, is like, it's not as typically smooth as this. They named it appropriately. Absolutely, yeah. it is so smooth. <laughs> but it's light because it's not heavy. Even when we have it dark, well, yes, that is the still... definition of light. It's the opposite of heavy. <laughs> All right, shut up. <laughs> it's dark in here because the lights are off. Whatever. <laughs> Rude. Let's get, let's get into our Rude. topic. Rude. <laughs> so here's the topic, ironically enough. We are better together. <laughs> we are better together. We are. We're going to jump back into Ecclesiastes 4. Uh, we've used this one before, and we will use it again and again and again. It is such a good verse for marriage, and there's so much to talk about in this one verse. Uh, but well, it's a set of verses, but well, this yeah, I guess it's one section of scripture. Ecclesiastes four nine through twelve. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people laying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. My favorite part of that verse is two people lying close together <laughs> keep each other warm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> lying close together. Mm-hmm. Smooth operator. Oh my gosh. You need help. Unity is not easy. Let me just start with that point. Unity mm-hmm. is not easy. I want to kind of look at the tail end. Obviously, the beginning of this verse says two people are better off than one. And that is for they can help each other succeed. Two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. That is where kind of our heart for this message comes from is that we are better together. But the end of this verse um, says that three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Uh, and I think in marriage, when you're talking about this concept, a triple braided cord and three being better, we use that a lot of times. In fact, in marriage ceremonies, you'll have people like lighting the unity candle or pouring the sand right. or or braiding the... In fact, you should tell our story because it's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, so... 
Don't tell our whole story. We don't have a 45-minute... Right. I know. So, um... We got married twice. Yeah. Well, I was going to (laughs) say for our second wedding. Um, We did legit get married twice, but uh, the first one was kind of a... Cindy's mom was... Backyard yeehaw. Yeah. And the second one was like what we were trying to plan. Well, I think for those that don't know us, we'll give a brief synopsis, but, but the quick gist was... Cindy's mom was sick, and she wasn't going to live to the date we had set for our wedding. Right. And so we chose to have a small family wedding much earlier in the year um, so that her mom could be a part of it. Yeah. Then, later in the year, we had already sent out our invitations to the the quote-unquote wedding, the big wedding. Uh, And so we kept that one so that our friends and family who couldn't come to the small backyard event would be able to come and see us get married. So we had already been married for four or five months. It was only a couple months, but yeah. And and we were getting married again, and we're putting on this big, you know... Shindig of a wedding. Shindig of a wedding. And somehow in, the, in all of the details, the details got lost. Yeah. <laughs> so... Like one event, we got up to do communion, and we had this little table off to the side, and we knelt down <laughs> at the table, and there were no elements, like nothing. Babe, was, I kind of forgot about that. There was no juice. There was no bread. <laughs> we were like, That's well, so I guess funny. it's a good thing we're already married, and we, we took totally, communion for real at our I first remember, wedding. Yeah, we totally like, so we faked it. At the second wedding. <laughs> no one, everybody oh, was looking at our so backs, so they couldn't tell, and so we just kind of sat there and kind of <laughs> pretended to. <laughs> To drink and try not to laugh. It was so much fun. We have so many stories for that, but but so back to we have this grand plan that we were going to for our unity thing. We were going to make a braid out of some like fabric material. Well, to 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 line up with the scripture, triple braided cord. Right, a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So typically, when with that is man, woman, and like God. So. The pastor was going to represent God and do that third chord. Yeah. And so we were, like, so excited because at that time, there wasn't all these, like, 70,000 unity ideas like there were, like there are now. There was, and so we wanted like to do something candle. a little different. <laughs> and so we were so excited about it. And about 10 minutes before the wedding, somebody... I don't think he was doing that. I no. think it was, like... We were, it was wedding time. No, I think it, I think it was like five or ten minutes before the wedding was starting. Somebody came up to me and was like, "Hey, do you have all that stuff for the braid thing?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I like I was so irritated. So, oh man, I was so mad. So we pretty much like ran to the pastor and we're like, "Hey, scrap uh, it. We're gonna <laughs> skip this part." And he was like, "Okay." <laughs> Yeah. And so we never got our three braided cord. We've talked about even now we've talked about doing it. And we may do it for marriage and coffee. We may make a three braided cord just just for I for this. Put, I wanna put it I wanted to frame it and put it on our wall. Well let's do it. Eleven years later, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Anyway, um here's the thing about braiding. Braiding's pretty simple, but if you don't know how to braid, my daughter is six and she doesn't know how to braid. Uh, but she wants her hair braided all the time. And so it's fun to to just kind of see that process. If you don't know how to braid, it, it's a process yeah. to learn how to braid. 
uh, once you know it, you're like, well, this is not a hard thing at all. Right. Um, but, but I think that marriage can be like that sometimes. I think that when you're first married, those first couple months, that first year, those first couple of years maybe, there's things that you just don't know how these two or these three things go together. How do you and your wife and the Lord all come together in unity to be stronger as one as one unit, the two becoming one? Um, <clears throat> that's a process, yeah. and sometimes it's hard. Uh, in fact, we have a couple More stories. of stories. More stories with Cindy and Jesse. <laughs> so, Cindy, tell your story about what what was the thing when we first got married? What was the one thing that you were like? I didn't see this coming and he's got to fix it or you know what I mean? Like, so when we first got married, (laughs) I, I, even still to this day, I'm pretty much our laundry person. I don't do laundry. Jesse does not like doing laundry. So, which is fine because I don't mind doing laundry. Like it's one of the few like chores that I actually kind of enjoy. And so, I have always been our laundry person. And for those of you who don't know or can't don't remember, we are both very aggressive people. So, uh I was folding She's more laundry one day and I think maybe he was trying to help me or something. And we got into a big tiff about folding the towels. I'm pretty sure it's a fight. It's more than a tiff. <laughs> We got to do this big tip about how to fold the towels. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? And well, the, I think the mistake I made was I said, my mom folds towels yeah, this probably. way. But it wasn't necessarily to point out like my mom. It was like, this is how I was taught. Like, this is the person that taught me. Then the phrase is, well, I was raised to fold it this way. That's the phrase. It's not my mom. It's. I was raised to fold it this way. <laughs> Just correct that. It will save your life. <laughs> Anyways. Your, so. mom, your mom should always have a very special role in your life. And your wife should always have a very special role in your life. But don't compare the two. Don't compare their folding. Don't compare their spaghetti. Don't compare the two. <laughs> anyway, so basically what happened was i was like listen are you gonna fold the clothes or am i gonna fold the clothes and he was like i don't want to fold the clothes and i was like well then you have nothing to say (laughs) you have no opinion you have no opinions like it or lump it (laughs) and that was basically what happened yeah so my story that I remember the most, our first year of marriage. And I'm not sure how we got to this point, but I remember coming in one day and like looking for a plate or a cup or something. And she had them like... A plate or a cup? It was it was that bad. She had them like <laughs> behind the stove on the lower cabinet to the left. Or I don't know what she... <laughs> it was like the most disarrayed. You couldn't find anything oh in that kitchen. Gosh. There was no organization. There was no Whatever. order. Like the dishes, and I was just like, I cannot. And so then what I would do is in this like passive aggressive way was just kind of start moving dishes to where I wanted them. And then she would get upset because then she couldn't find the dishes. And and so, like I said, I don't remember all the details of how we got here, but there was a day where we took every dish, every 
I'm not everything. kidding. When he says every, there was not a cabinet or a drawer the, that that was left alone. The 9x13s, the silverware, the cast iron, the Tupperware, everything. Yeah, everything. All came out. It all ended up on the couch. And for the next multiple hours, we would pick up one thing at a time and go, where is the best location for this item? <laughs> and we've got them all put back together. Yep. Today we don't struggle as bad because we kind of have found what works for us. Uh, but yeah, when you're first coming together, there's things, and those are silly stories. There's obviously deeper things that, that you struggle with. Um, but we just wanted to kind of make light of, there is times where, man, it's just hard to come together. Maybe yeah. you're married and you um, you have a certain viewpoint on uh, prayer or worship or something deeper. Maybe you see money a certain way and your spouse doesn't. Maybe like most marriages, one of you is a spender and the other one is a saver. These can be really hard things. Even we're 10 and 11 years in and yeah. we're still working on that exact one. I'm a spender. And, and so I have to really work to control myself and, and honor my wife by not just blowing money uh, because I would if I was given the chance. And that's something that I, I have to work on. And it makes us, we build each other, which yeah. kind of leads us into that next point, that two are better. Yeah. Yeah, two are better. We can, with like with two people, we can help each other grow. We can help each other be accountable to the things that we have decided on. We make a better impact. Just life in general is better because we're together. But sometimes that's hard because we're two different people and we both have our own opinions and our own thoughts and, and that's good and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Like differences between you are okay. They're, they're there for a reason. Like God put you together because you balance each other you uh sharpen each other you yeah. you know you well the scripture even carry says, each other even iron sharpens iron like yeah and it's talking about brotherly impact in that scripture but but even in the course of marriage iron sharpens iron yeah sometimes for iron to sharpen sparks have to fly mm-hmm. you know for gold to be refined it has to go through intense fire right like so to be together in unity, sometimes you have to go through something hard. But if you if you trust the Lord, mm-hmm. if you trust your spouse, if you lean into that threefold relationship right. and you don't try and pull back and stand on your own. We talked about before um, the idea of um, standing on opposite sides of a fence and throwing stones. You know, don't do that. Right. <laughs> you know, like come together. Yeah. And and the petty stuff like laundry and dishes, it's not that big of a deal. But when it comes to those big life decisions, being together and being in unity with your spouse and with the Father. Right. Will, you will be stronger. You, you will, will be stronger. You will have and better I, impact. You will have a better life all around. Yeah. And like with the bigger stuff, like Jesse's differences 
from mine means he has a different viewpoint of uh-huh. of that situation than I do. Yep. And so sometimes when you have big decisions to make, it's not necessarily fighting about it as much as it is, okay, what is your viewpoint? What is my viewpoint? Mm-hmm. How do you see this differently than I do? And and when you we have a conversation about it, most of the time I can go, oh, yeah. yeah, I would have never seen it like that. Or, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have ever thought about that or whatever. And then that helps us to be able to come together better, to understand better, to, you know, to just have that different thought process than what we would have had on our own and make that decision a better decision, yeah. you know? Well, I think that leads straight into our next verse, Genesis 2.18. It says, then the Lord God said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. And and we talked about in the past or in, in one of our recent episodes, the idea of, uh, we actually use the same verse and talked about being back to back, fighting back to back mm-hmm. and how we can defend each other from the positions that, that we can't see. And I think that's exactly what Cindy's talking about. I think that when you have an opinion and you have a viewpoint and your spouse has an opinion and a viewpoint, it doesn't mean that both of you are wrong. It just means that you've got to figure out how to how to see things from each other's perspective. Mm. I love, uh, there was a meme I saw a couple years ago that I, I love because I think it applies to marriage. I think it applies to friendships and relationships, but I think more than anything... Uh, it applies to like our culture and our life right now and the way people see things. But it, it was two people standing on the ground looking at a number or, you know, and the oh, number was yeah. written on the ground and it was a number <clears throat> six or nine, depending on how you looked at it, you know? And so one person is, is standing on one at the top of the number and one person standing at the bottom of the number, but there's no line to say, Oh, this is a six or this is a nine. Right. And so one guy's going, it's a six and the other guy's going, it's a nine and they're fighting because they can't agree when the reality is it's a number and it's their perspective that makes them see it a certain way. Right. And so I think that where that meme stops, but what we have as differences, it's the three braided cord, right? So Cindy may say it's a six and I may say it's a nine, but God is the author. Right. God knows how it was written, why it was written and what its value is. And so if you do come to that place where you don't agree where you you are determined that it is this and she says it is that, then then you can say, you know what, we can seek the Lord on this one. That's why there is a three-braided cord. That's mm-hmm. why we have the Holy Spirit as a part of our marriage is to say, God, what is the truth in this instant? And so it doesn't become a fight between the two of you about perspective when you can look to God to get his perspective when he knows the truth. Right. So... Yeah, that's good. Um, but I think Genesis 2.18 is pretty clear that God created us for community. He created us to be together, and we're better that way. We're not good alone. Matthew 18.20, For where two or three are gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. And this is such a great verse for um, for pursuing God and pursue use like each other yeah um pursuing god together it says here very clearly that where there's two or three like he is there he is with us and 
our entire lives are about pursuing the Lord. Yeah. Um, and we can do that almost better when we're doing it together. Well, absolutely better. We yeah. We can absolutely pursue the Lord better together. Yeah. We encourage each other. We worship better together. We have different insights on scripture or prayer. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that's, I think what the scripture is saying is that your spouse is the number one person that God designed you to accomplish that goal. So when you look at the idea of two or three are gathered in my name, here we are. It's you and me gathered together to grow closer to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how can we apply this? I think we apply it through scripture this time. I think I think that there are some practical applications, but but I think nothing sums it up better in my mind than Colossians three, twelve through fifteen. Since God chose you to be a holy people, he loves you. You must clothe yourself with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must also forgive others. Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. And always be thankful. That is such a good set of scripture. <sighs> so challenging. Yeah. Like, I do not meet that standard. I just have to be honest. Oh, no. I try. I want to. No. You lost me at tenderhearted mercy, kindness, <laughs> That's the beginning. That's the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually feel like 13 is one that we do well at. Yeah, we forgive Everything each else but... is probably not so hot and we, we got work to do. <laughs> You know, I think I think that if you're going to talk about application for being better together, then you look at scripture where it says this is how you live in harmony. This is how you live in unity. In fact, somewhere um, it says being members of one body, and it talks about letting Christ rule in your heart. For as members of one body, you're called to live in peace. Well, members of one body, obviously, Paul is talking to the church at Colossus about living as the body of Christ, living as the church, living in unity with one another. But the example for living as the body of Christ is the marriage, Mm. right? So it starts there. So before you can live in tenderhearted mercy with your brother and kindness with your neighbor and humility with your boss and gentleness and patience with your children. Right. You have to live in tender-hearted mercy and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience with your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that the practical application to how to be better together is to write these things down and then begin to practice these things in what you do. And sometimes right. that means like pausing before you act or pausing before you talk and going, is this tender-hearted mercy? <laughs> is right. this kindness? Uh, you know, are we forgiving each other? Are we clothing ourselves in love, which binds us together in perfect harmony? Are we trusting the peace of God that rules in our hearts? So maybe we read this again, right? So maybe we read it and we put it in the context of marriage. Yeah. So since God chose you to be a holy marriage, he loves you. You must clothe yourself with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for your spouse's faults 
and forgive them when they offend you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive your mate. Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds you together in perfect harmony, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. For as one, you are called to live in peace Mm. and always be thankful. Man, that is so good. Isn't that great? That's really good. So I think that's it. I don't have yeah. I don't have a do this, do that. Maybe reorganize your kitchen if your wife doesn't know where to put the dishes. But outside of that, I think this is the key. Really just, man, practice these things. Yeah. Practice them regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good. That's a good wrap for today. Absolutely. Unity coming together, better together, growth, differences are okay. Iron sharpening iron. Iron sharpens iron. Yep. All right, well, I'm going to pray. Let's do it. Father God, thank you so much for uh, marriage and for what you are doing through marriage. God, I pray for um, everybody listening that, Lord, you would just begin to make them better together. Help them to be stronger together. Help them um, to come to you and that um, their three-corded braid would not be broken or easily broken because they're consistently pursuing you. They're consistently pursuing each other. They're bringing unity into their marriage and um, they're they're better together. They're better together because you're with them. God, I pray that you would just help us to carry this message um, throughout the next couple weeks and um, help us to sharpen each other and um, love each other and just all the things that we talked about today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Have a good day.